No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. So funny, Apple. Huh? Nothing. What? This life's funny, man. Hi, everybody. How's it going? How you doing, Mel? I'm about to boil. About to boil. <laughs> I said one thing and did another. I'm sorry. That the way you do that. Mm-hmm. You know what? It does come from being me. That's all, that's all I have to say about that. All right. So you know what, you guys? You do this week's episode of No Simple Road is sponsored by the wonderful Sunset Lake CBD. Check this out. I am one of those people that gets way too paranoid and anxious when I smoke cannabis. It is a drag. No pun intended. Um, I really missed the experience of rolling a joint, of being social with everybody. And then Sunset Lake CBD became a sponsor of No Simple Road. And I got my mojo back as far as that's concerned. This stuff is magic, man. It is amazing. There's so many products that excel in what they say that they are work for. Like those gummies. I mean, it's it's CBD, but it's delicious. Like we sell, I, I happen to sell work at a place that sells a lot of gummies. And gummies are super popular. And this is really high quality, really great tasting gummies, really effective gummies. I love that they're actually gummy bears. Yeah, they're adorable. You can nibble on a little foot if you want. And I've been using their um, balm every day on my shoulder. And it alleviates a lot of that achiness that I've kind of grown accustomed to right now. It just makes me excited when a product comes into your life that like actually does what it's supposed to do. And then for me, like getting the benefit of getting high again and not being paranoid is a game changer. This stuff is amazing. And so I like feel really good about talking about it on the show. It's exciting for me because I know that a lot of heads out there quit smoking weed because it's just too powerful. And this is just (laughs) CBD. There's no THC in it. The, Flour is all hand trimmed. It's pesticide free. It's slow cured and stored in tamper sealed glass jars. They only use hemp flour that's grown on the farm. And pre-rolls are made with the same flour and are great if you're looking for, you know, something to take with you on the go. Yeah. And then they also have keef, 
which that's okay. Amazing. You know, I'll add some keef to a joint that I'm rolling. That's awesome. Well, and the coffee last time uh, we talked about oh uh, Sunset Lake CBD, we did not have we didn't taste their coffee yet, or at least I didn't, and it is fantastic took that shit camping with us tastes amazing it doesn't have that bitterness that i do not like about coffee and it really does have a relaxing stimulating effect it's a trip without being like scary because you think about relaxing and stimulating those are two opposite things (laughs) yeah but it relaxes your body and stimulates your brain and your motivation it's it's pretty awesome and if you're one of those people that doesn't like to smoke they got you covered with gummies and tinctures and they even your got pets. your dog covered. So this is a farm. They're from Alberg, Vermont, just outside of Burlington. And this was originally a family-owned dairy farm that produced milk for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And then like back in 2018, they decided to diversify and start growing CBD hemp flour, which is rad. And like I said, it's yeah, it all is. pesticide-free. They even do collaborations with the University of Vermont to figure out how to do like sustainable farming with cover cropping and all that kind of stuff. And... They have a social mission to advocate for ending the war on drugs, and they're donating 4.2% of their sales to the Drug Policy Alliance in hope of furthering policy and prison reform as it relates to drugs. And they hook up their employees with a $15 an hour living minimum wage. So reminds me of uh, that another wonderful company. Um, now I can't think of it. Sorry. Pepper, peppermint Soap. Uh, um, I don't know. Dr. Bronner. Oh, yes, Dr. Bronner. Dr. Bronner's. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> Sunset uh, Lake is the Dr. Bronner's. <laughs> <laughs> they are amazing, you guys. It's not just an ad on No Simple Road. This is like a public service announcement. Yeah. That's how I think of it. Like, if you're one of those people that's had a hard time and you miss smoking cannabis, I, this is the product. This is the thing that'll bring you back into the fold. Go to sunsetlakecbd.com. Follow them on Instagram at Sunset Lake CBD or at Sunset Lake Farm. And guess and what? What? You can get a discount too. How? How much? If you put in the promo code NSR15 when you go to check out, you will save 15% on your purchase. Wow. Right so not just like one thing, but like the whole order. The yeah. whole thing. Wow. The more 15%. you order, the more you save. And, the, wow. and these all, these are products that they were generous enough to send us their whole line of stuff. Times we two. have tried all of these things yes. and this is legit. This has been vetted and approved by the No Simple Road crew. Yeah. So and so. you can go to their website and you can see the test results for everything to guarantee that this is not some baloney that it has been tested pesticide free grown right tested right yep so check them out sunsetlakecbd.com promo code nsr15 hook your head up man it's time have you ever listened to fish out of a fish that you got from electric fish lights shit oh shit (laughs) (laughs) electric fish lights is also a sponsor of no simple thank you electric fish lights doing some cool ass lighting up of people's homes uh rvs uh restaurants so go to at electric fish lights or electricfishlights.com and check out what we're talking about. These lights are made from this thing called IQ technology. It's where the, there's like um, 30 different interlocking pieces and they can be made into like 15 different shapes. And when you add more pieces, then more shapes and it's endless. And basically you tell them what you want them to build. Like 
I want you guys to build a ball. I want you to build a Minecraft character. I want you to build a no simple road pyramid light. I want you to build a fish, whatever. They can hook it up for you. And these things, they come, um, let's see, where is it? Uh, they come with a 12 foot cord, 12 year energy efficient, safe to leave on LED bulb and a hardware kit to hang the light. So you're not just going to get it in the mail and then be like, what the hell? I got to go to Home Depot now and nope. <laughs> hook this thing up. No, it's all in there. And it's all made from upcycled vinyl, like milk jug plastic. So you can feel good about it. And they can be used outdoors. So the No Simple Road family is getting 10% off right now. So if you put in the promo code NSR at checkout, you will get 10% off. And any NSR family member that orders a light with the color changing upgrade will receive a limited edition special promotional no simple road print while supplies last. So and it's dope, guys. It is fucking Gals, shit. Listeners and and these guys, it's just constant creativity. Every day there's a new light. The other day there was a mushroom. Somebody asked if they could make a mushroom. It was beautiful. They made I loved a mushroom. It. I mean, it just every day I look forward to seeing what the new creation is. And they even have a bulb that has a speaker in it, so you can listen to fish out of a fish that, that you, you got, got from, from electric, electric fish. fish lights so go check them out on instagram at electric fish lights or go to electricfishlights.com. these are some sweet human beings that are part of the no simple road family let's support them you guys they will enlighten your world chicka chicka. Chicka no not what? not chicka chicka osiris media is taking over the musical podcast world that's right yes yes the that's overlord. right folks no i'm just kidding you know what they are making some serious moves. Congratulations, Osiris yes. family, for having the number one podcast in the, the country woo. in the music category. Mike Fenoya and Otil Burbridge. Yeah. Comes a time. Who are both previous guests, I might add, of Alumni the show. Alumni of No Simple That's Road. That's right. So, you guys, it is super exciting to be part of Osiris Media. And let me tell you, if you haven't checked out all of the podcasts on Osiris, you are missing out. Scroll around and check something brand new out that you never thought you'd be interested in. Go listen to Under the Scales, even yeah. if you're not a fish fan. Go listen to Broke Down Pod. If you don't have anything to listen to and you want to hear some cool Grateful Dead stuff, turn on No Simple Road. Go listen to Comes a Time. Listen to Past, Present, Future Live or Festival Circuit. I could keep going, but I won't <laughs> because we want to get you to the interview. So you know what? We are proud to be part of Osiris Media. Go check out all of the podcasts that are part of this wonderful family. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, 
former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. That was off air, and this is my microphone. Oh, Thank you, Mel. It probably smells mm-hmm. like your beard. Whatever. Hey, now, oh. no simple road family. What's going on, everybody? My beard wow. smells fresh. I wonder if you everybody's as grouchy as Aaron right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened there. Well, we were Dang, having a good day, and I, I simply <laughs> coughed. Yeah, I gotta watch that nowadays. Yeah, you do. But welcome. You better go get your temperature. Yeah, you get your temperature checked, dude. You just coughed. Okay. This week's guest, everybody, are you ready? I'm ready. Escaper. Will, Will from thank Escaper you for joining is us. This is one of those bands that we didn't have much experience with prior and has become a staple around the house. It's on all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the weekends and the evenings. It's a really great album to just shake your thing to. And so thank you, Will, for one, being on the show and two, for putting that out. Yeah. And I, well, the interview wasn't done. Actually, I think we did the interview on the porch, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we, we did, did do it on the it was porch. A beautiful yeah. day. But we are in our brand new, new recording studio. We have a. Oh. We turned <laughs> one of the bedrooms in the house into my office slash no office. simple road recording <laughs> studio. Office times do. <laughs> office square, <laughs> and Part this is the first uh, released episode coming to you live from the no simple road headquarters. So all you people who pay attention to the little stuff, if you have any suggestions or notice anything different with this, let us know. What's up? Like, like what? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, like if you're listening, you're like, oh, the sound sounds good or they need to do this or, you know, just something, um, anything that can help the production quality of the show. Uh, write us and let us know. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, well, a lot of people out there, kind of like Aaron, that's why he does his stuff, has much more technical ear and Absolutely. catches those things. Like, I mean, I, I have a pretty good ear, but a lot of times you have to point it out to me. I'll be like, it sounds fine. You're like, listen, you don't hear that like yeah. in the very back. And it's like, oh, no, okay, now that you mentioned it. Now I can't unhear it. It's like, it's yeah. like talking about, you know, oh, now you know, notice that you're blinking. Yeah. Or you notice your tongue in your mouth. And now I can't stop noticing those. Don't things. think about a white polar bear. I just Don't thought about it. a white polar bear. <laughs> what do I do? Scared. <sighs> so, how is everybody today? Doing good. Today's today's well, like 
you just said, we're breaking in the new studio. We were all up pretty early. We had Jake and Brandon, nice visit from them. Today has been a really nice day. Yeah. I agree with everything Apple said. We have our lives back to normal in a sense, and it's a beautiful day. We all feel rested, and being in our new studio feels legit, and um, I had a great morning. I mean. Yeah. I got to agree with you guys, man. It's it's been a good day so far. You know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about before we get to the interview is like what's been coming up lately about, um, no simple road. And what I'm talking about is like, we've been getting feedback from people about during quarantine that, that this is their connection to the jam community Hmm. that a lot of people have felt, um, everybody's feeling isolated because we're all still in quarantine of course. and this no simple road has been their lifeline to the artists and the music that they would have been experiencing all summer long. And that's a trip to me. It's a trip to realize that the show can be that I didn't ever plan for that. And it's just trippy to me, but it's also like, wow. Okay. That it, it makes sense now that I hear it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I'm just curious, like how you guys feel about that, that that's going on, that that perspective I, is out there and people are letting us know that that's what's happening. It's well, it's very reaffirming of everything we're doing. It feels good. And then like, uh, in the middle of all this, like a lot of things have been canceled, but it was like, so nice last week having Joe and Jordan here visiting us, yeah. like to have listeners that have been listening that wanted to come hang out. It was, it was kind of a refresher of like what this means, not just to all you listeners, but to us, how this is keeping us going. And we've said it before. It, it's like medicine. It's like therapy. It's like meditation. This is really helping us and so this i mean since it's helping me and aaron and mel to know that it is reaching other people and growing and reaching more is just the most awesome thing in the world i can't it's hard to believe it sometimes that that you guys love us back (laughs) yeah no shit right what about you mel i well i mean i i know that we all have share similar feelings everything apple said i can kind of double up on but um a personal thing that's been going on with me and with in regards to the show is like um you know we're coming to like a a turning point with our children as far as like them being adults no longer like little children that we need to watch over and so it's freeing up space in my heart and mind for other things and that includes the show yeah and i'm renewed and it like excited about it like it's brand new and also about my own personal endeavors which I feel I wasn't feeding because of bound up emotions that it was just like like too many things to think about so there's not a lot of space for creative thinking you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like some of that's been freed up and loosened up and honestly like putting together the room aesthetically has renewed a lot of other um, creative things in me that I I love like so just by making some of the space in our house look different did something for you yeah a hundred percent like it made me feel like another spot of my life is being cared for 
If you walk it, okay. So we've got, the house is beautiful, you know, on its own. If we had no furniture in this home and then you start to add these pieces and everything that me and Apple are sitting on brand new chairs, um, new to us, um, our carpets brand new and, and new to us. And (laughs) so is the chair, the table that we're new to us also. And it feels like we've had this for years. It feels like it's our style and it all was like nominal. It, all it did was take my attention. Like, hey, why don't you do something with, like, with your so energy? You manifested stuff, and it just by putting your attention on yes. it. Yes, and it does feel like we reclaimed. It's like we already had this. We just had to get it back. We yes, had to like go pick it up at our friend's house or something. Like, yeah, give us our. They table were borrowing back. our. We didn't need it yet. You know, that's a trip, babe. Like what you're saying, just putting your attention redirection. You of put your, your attention. attention on something, and then stuff manifested from your attention going to it because so think about the internet the internet contains all the information right currently Mm -hmm. all you need to do is know how to ask the right question so that means focusing on what you want to know what do you want to know what do you want to you said i want to put more attention to the studio boom that's what you wanted so now that gives me permission and an opportunity to go do a task well not permission a reason no well permission to like in the sense not like you're allowed to but permission in the sense like go go for it you know what i mean not like you you can now i'm allowing you no you weren't allowed before no it's it's like um a a debt a a direction Mm -hmm. and so by creating um the need or the desire or see a need fill a need kind of a thing um oh back to the internet the information's always there you just have to focus on what you want to know and so the room was always in our house we just had to dedicate the space and say what we wanted to do with it right and it is affirming in me um all of my talents and and all the things that i personally want to do um just by Having more free time in my thoughts. So you've, you've added a lot of life to the house recently too, with all the plants. That like the living room is much more actually adding life by I, adding all these plants, and I never that's going to spill over that. into here sure. too. Playing. I think that's. I never allowed time for that. Let me say that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a major thing that's come out of the isolation of quarantine for a lot of people, including us, is the f- sprucing up of your nest. And re-understanding the importance of your surroundings and how they affect your mental health and your your everything. And, you know, I'm using our storage and our house for like a like a thrift store. Like, oh, can we put this over here? Oh, no, no, no. It goes downstairs. Oh, and so with all the things that we've already had reworking them and now on a metaphoric level, all the lessons that you've learned all the classes that you've taken all the concerts that you've seen you were using them one way before now repurposing those things for other ways to enjoy in your life you know using memories for different reasons instead of just nostalgia but to um, create a forward motion in your thought you know Mm -hmm. or so it's quarantine lately and especially this week has been one of growth and empowerment for me. So I, um, if you listen to the show every week, you, you know that like I've said a lot, uh, 
how we have found difficulty in uh, finding stuff to talk about. Like I thought when all this started, how are we going to continue doing No Simple Road? And um, we haven't been doing Heads Talking. And it's because how we have been feeling. Like I'm never, ever going to bring you guys something that isn't from our hearts. And so if we're not in it, yeah, sometimes our hearts are yeah, hundred percent. If I'm not bringing it to you hundred percent, I'm just not going to bring it to you. And so that's why we haven't been doing heads talking lately is because it's been difficult to get past the emotion of everything to find clarity enough to have conversation that we felt worthy to bring all of you. And well, it, it, what I just and then in the last two weeks we we had baby Jasper here. That's right. Which I, I kept on saying, which it's funny because I don't have kids or grandkids. And I kept on being like, we need to do a podcast with Jasper. And they they Aaron and Melanie are both like, that's a cute idea, but that last yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's thirty seconds practically because then we didn't if Can't we do touch that, anything. He well, doesn't know how to. Yeah. Well, if we did that, we just it wouldn't couldn't be for as long as we. You know, yeah. usually do things and baby yeah. time, but like 30 it, seconds, we're done. Oh, but I have a point. So like, yeah, all that being said, like we haven't been doing whatever you've heard me struggling with getting our shit together. And it's as a lot of you probably feel too. It's been hard. Quarantine has been difficult. It's, oh, yeah. it's emotionally a struggle and also physically difficult. Like I'm just not moving as much as I was before and all that. But I want to tell all of you something that, first of all, I'm sorry that we didn't bring you 100% of everything that you're used to getting every week. We didn't do the heads talking and we didn't really talk about it. We just didn't do it. And I apologize to you guys for that. That sucks. Um, but that's why. And second, I just want you guys to know that like any trepidation I had about the future of No Simple Road or um, feeling locked up about moving forward and how to do it is gone. Um, I just want all of you guys to know that are part of the No Simple Road family that you are a huge, important part of my life. And that I am never going to stop doing this as long as you guys keep listening. And so all that shit is just fuel for the fire of moving this show forward. And I just want to say it out loud so that you guys know in the room with me and you guys out there know too, that like we're here 110% and we have a lot of stuff planned that for the future that's going to make this family grow and we'll be able to bring you better stuff and more awesome content and so we're working on stuff there's stuff in the works so just know that and i'm just glad you're all along for the ride with us man i want to say something about um uh, jordan and joe visiting because um, that was a synchronicity for no simple road not just me mm-hmm. specifically, like me as, as a, as me, Melanie, just, um, you know, going through harder parental times than we ever have just cause they're just different, you know, and feeling like needing your kids, but they're growing. So they push away a little bit, you know, that's natural. 
And then having Jordan and seeing her, she was just beaming. Her eyes smiled. Her cheeks were so elevated. Her lips were just stretched as far as the ear to ear. Like she was happy to be here and so grateful. And she didn't even have to say it. She, it emanated from her. <laughs> and I'm only leaving Joe out just to say that it was, his reaction was equal. Like his eyes were as big as Bratz doll's eyes. <laughs> he was eating up everything. He was so grateful to be here. And he was so open to share like his heart with us. And I think they both said that they, well, I know Jordan did. She's like, because it was a great evening. We were so like really all thirsty was. for company. And she was like, my face hurts from smiling so yeah. hard. Like, yeah, your, we laughed and had such great conversation and fun that night. It was one of the like when you when you go to a show and at the end, you're like face hurts because you're just so elated. Yeah. And so the whole synchronicity part was like what they brought no simple road and then Melanie specifically and then also Melanie and Aaron um, was comfort and like you know when like you need that hug they brought it without asking Mm. they just came like oh man we don't have any eggs and somebody comes hey i have some farm fresh eggs extra (laughs) leftover (laughs) you know like that's that's what they did emotionally for me and to know that we created this family this no simple road family and then in a need in an emotional time they we literally, literally showed up at our door to give us what we needed. Yeah. And I am forever grateful to the No Simple Road family for that. And specifically Jordan and Joe during this challenging time for us. Me too. And so thank them, you. Them visiting is not all of, but it's a part of the renewed sense of purpose that I feel about the show yeah. and what we do. Like, they served as a visual physical reminder of of what this is all about and it i was like oh shit that's the thing and in a way we did do what we said we wanted to do we like hosted them for an evening on their on their way to their real destination bonded with them broke bread with them like well actually we didn't really eat with them but we did coffee we did pizza we did, night. oh that's right pizza, no, we did pizza that's night. right you're right Apple, I'm sure about that um <laughs> but yeah like <laughs> it was good too what but yeah it was just it was amazing and yeah. i'm so grateful for that it was very encouraging too we talked about that with them to see them because they're in their 20s at what mid no, early, 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 mid early mid twenties to see them like, like this was a precursor to them planning a very big going on the road trip next year and everything to see, to see some, some normalcy in this world right now. Like the, they're, they're planning something. People are starting to plan, you know, yeah. whether it be next year or whatever, people are planning things. It was an inspiration to see them. So uh, in love, watching you two, you two were an inspiration. They're, they're watching, like in, in love and falling in love, yeah, which yeah. that was gorgeous to see. So in the vein of what I'm talking about, renewed sense of purpose and all that, I want to share something with you guys. Everybody that's listening right now that has an Instagram account, I'm calling out. This is a two week drive. It's starting today on the let's see what's the date 15th today is the 15th so two weeks from today it will end and we're doing a drive and what that means is everybody that has an instagram account that listens to no simple road we're asking you to 
post the No Simple Road logo on your Instagram page with a comment below it of your favorite No Simple Road episode and hashtag No Simple Road. Okay? You only got to do it once in the next two weeks. That's it. All you that hear this in the next two weeks, make a post of the No Simple Road logo, comment your favorite episode, episode number, and um, hashtag No Simple Road. At the end of the two weeks, we're going to go and find all those posts and we're going to randomly pick a winner. And that winner is going to get a No Simple Road prize pack. And that prize pack is going to have, amongst other things, a poster signed by the three of us and, and Darwin. <laughs> It'll have stickers, pins, and other stuff. That other I little have. personal yeah. items. We always, we always find something from each of We're us. We're going to make something, exactly, thing. something really sweet for you. So it's a two-week um membership drive membership drive. <laughs> and it doesn't even cost you guys anything just make a post so check that out go do that no simple road logo do it right now before you forget yeah, well, it's fresh it, you're listening it. to it and then you know what also in the next two weeks another thing i want you to do is go listen to escaper yeah yes you're gonna hear it at the end of the episode of and the conversation that we have with will but you're gonna want to hear more once you hear the little bit that you hear mm-hmm. and just soak it in. And then knowing the intention and the heart behind the music is going to make it so much deeper and better for you guys. So we're going to stop talking and we're going to do the business and get then we're going to get episode. you to the episode. So follow us on Instagram at no simple road. Tell other people that you know about no simple road, because that is how we spread the mycelial network of the no simple road family. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Get yourself some merch on the gear tab. We got t-shirts, hoodies, and other fun stuff up there on the website. Also, listen, No Simple Road needs your help on Patreon. And we do have a new patron. What? You guys. We do? A yeah, new patron? I am remiss because I didn't pull it up before and then... I have to ramble. It's nice to hear ramble while I try and talk and type at the same time. We're just so grateful for our Chan donators out there, our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much. And I know that I have one uh, collage to get out there. Yeah. Um, So don't, I'm not forgetting about you. This is this week's patron is Eddie B. Eddie B. Eddie, Eddie B. Eddie B. Eddie B. Eddie B. We speak your name. We speak your name, Eddie, Eddie B. B. Thanks for signing up, man. Thank and you, for man. those of you that don't know what Patreon is, if if you've been under a rock or you don't listen to podcasts very often or whatever, Patreon is a site where you can sign up to support the creators that create the content that enriches your life. So yeah. if No Simple Road is blessing you, man, hook us up with a buck a month or five bucks a month, and then we become your servants. Yeah. <laughs> That's, we, I, we'll, I don't know why I said we'll yes. I heard him say we'll that. I disagreed and said yeah. I'll, I'll tuck you in at night, man. He won't do Breakfast any of those in things. Bed, I'll make you coffee. He's lying, you guys. What no. we're going to do is we're going to shout you out like Eddie B. And we are going to be so grateful. And we're going to send you some love. And if you um, have a $20 or more donation, then I'm going to hook you up with the collage. And probably even before then, I, I'll, I have a bunch of them that are so beautiful that I'll send out. Um, but anyway, and if you're, if you're not into the, the monthly thing, I get it. If you want to do a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal PayPal, and that is no simple road at gmail.com on PayPal. If you want to hook us up with a little, little scratch on, on the, on the backside, just a one-time thing, that's how you do it. 
And if you want to do something really kind for the No Simple Rope family, it doesn't cost anything. You can go on Apple Podcasts leave and us leave those us reviews. reviews. We don't have a new we one. We don't have checked. a new one no, for this week. So, so you, you, yeah. right there, looking at your hand right now, that person, you, you should go on Apple Podcasts and leave a review so that we can read it on the show next week. And if you're not listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you can DM us at Instagram. You can send an email. There's so many ways to communicate yep. with us. Reach out. And touch someone. Oh, and what? rattle off those numbers for us. What's that tepid line again? 971-808-1524. That's 971-808-1524 for the No Simple Road tepid line. It's been a while. So yeah. maybe people call in and it comes, that, that kind of comes and goes. All of a sudden we'll get a few and they're just hilarious. They're always funny to listen back to on like the Google Translate and then to hear what it really says. And we've gotten some really cool stuff there. And it's been a little while. So reach out. Yeah. Listen to Apple and Mel. Don't listen to me. No, you could listen to me too. I don't listen know what I'm saying right now. Yeah. We're going to get you to the interview with listen to Will, Will from Escaper. And then you're going to listen to them and you're going to go on um, Instagram and you're going to put the No Simple Road logo up on your page and you're going to. While you listen to Escaper, you're going to be hooked on Escaper. We are. A poster and While you're listening to Escaper, you're going to Unicorns are going to show up in your room and then a little man is going to show up. He's going to be like, ding, ding, Aaron's ding. Aaron's lost it. And then I'm going to come floating it. out of the doors yeah, and all these crazy things. Anyway, without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Will Hansa from, from Escaper. Escaper. On the porch. How's it feel, guys? Mel, what just flew in your eye? What just happened? A, a, a wish just flew in my eye. Wow. All right. We're having... Today's a weird day. It's wonky. I feel a little wonky. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel wonky, though. Willy wonky. You're in the chocolate factory. <laughs> you're, you're totally allowed to feel wonky. Well, Willy Wonka was wonky, for sure. Yeah. The wonky donkey. The wonky donkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to... The Abel family for yep. that one. We're going to have to buy the wonky donkey. Yeah. But first, we're going to call Will from Escaper. Do I? Oh, I have yeah, you have an eyeball. A wish. And no, you don't okay. have anything in your eye. Big wish. <laughs> yeah, one wish. What Hello. is it? Will. Yes. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. This is Aaron. Hey, Aaron. And Mel. And and this is Apple. Thank you for joining us, Will. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself for the folks out there that don't know what's going on? Okay. Well, my name is Will Hansa. Um, I live in Brooklyn, and I have a band called Escaper. Escaper just released our third album um, on June nineteenth through our label Ropadope Records. Hell yeah! And um, we're super excited about it. Um, just happy to get out to the world, even even during these times. Yeah, that that's where <laughs> that's like the obvious starting point, man. It right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's odd to like. Well, first off, we've been listening this morning as we're just we're setting up. Yeah, and man, sitting I'm out excited about that album. Thank you for putting that music out. Oh, thank you. And Apple was just saying like music without lyrics right now is so welcome for some strange reason. It just feels good to not have to put your mind to anything and just be able to float with the music. You know, uh, that's a great point. And our first two albums were entirely instrumental. 
Um, and that, you know, we, although we always would do some singing of cover songs at shows and whatever, right. but, uh, but this album, you know, we do, we, we have introduced vocals, uh, songs with lyrics with some of the songs, but it was really important for us to also just have these instrumental songs because, you know, it, like you say, uh, actually it reminds me of when I was in drawing class in high school and they put the, the professor would put music on and always had to be instrumental music. They didn't want your mind to drift to some specific story or whatever uh, and get away from what you're, you're making in your, your drawing. Yeah. And so um, it's just like it, you're just sort of allowed to just sort of float freer, I think, and, and uh, just go more with a vibe than a, a, specific, a, a specific thing. Totally. So what kind of vibes are you putting out on the beautiful music? Because, I mean, I know what vibes I get, but like, well, you know, you said go with the vibes. like. And we, we've been talking yeah. about like your music. We hear like with her question, too, I'm wondering, I mean, obviously there's a lot of influences there because we hear like putting on. I hate to compare anybody to anybody, but you hear twinges. I mean, from everything from Tool to Radiohead to Steely Dan. I mean, that you guys have such an interesting sound that changes from sound to sound. And then even when you do introduce vocals, it's more like a mantra or something in the background. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because we, we wanted to approach that. We we very much didn't want to have songs that just sort of like come down for uh, like these verses that just sort of, then you lose the momentum of the music sometimes in that situation. Yes, you do. Um, so we wanted to have, like you said, mantra is a word that we used, you know, it's like these sort of, I guess, you, you know, call them hooks, but uh, just the, like, and we, we repeat the thing. So it's, you know, get a, a certain message uh, forward, but have it be more musical and also more of a, like, well, mantra is really a great word for it. Yeah. Um, and I guess to go to the idea of vibes, you know, each song has its own thing. Uh, with Vista, um, this song actually came out of a jam that we would have from a, a song from a previous album called The Mountain. Uh, and then after The Mountain was more of like a like forward-moving rock song. At the end, it was like, we got to the top of The Mountain and it became this airy dance party. <laughs> and and it was like it, it was like this improv and then we were, like, we were like you know why don't we just make this into its own song and call it a vista like you get up to this vista point and you're oh, wow. it's this more open space and it's just like yeah let's, let's like get down and boogie a little bit yeah. <laughs> um yeah so that's you know that go ahead. that that's a trip to me that you're putting it together like that that the music has uh texture or not texture um substance like that that you've thought it out to that level like okay we we've gone up the mountain we've we're gonna have a dance party on the vista and that's that's rad because it as a music fan and a listener we are left to interpretation when it's instrumental and a, a lot of the time we're making up our own stories for stuff and that it's just tripped out to me to be able to hear from the people that make the music that we're on track with what we're getting from it. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you, without using words. Right. Well, and it, it, just to, I guess to be a stickler for it, we have a, we have a song title. And so we, we like to say that like with, with the instrumental tracks, the song title is the one lyric. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right on. Okay. That's the mantra. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like the mantra of it. And usually the, the song title comes out of, well, what, what is this feeling like? And then, uh, you know, a word comes to mind 
And then the song, as, as we keep on playing it, you know, with shows or wherever, it starts to like take on more of that feel. Um, and I, I love that idea of like starting the album. Uh, and it's our third album. So we've already kind of climbed this mountain. We've reached this piece point and we have a, a broad view now of the world in front of us. Um, and then it leads into the next song, which is Open Sky, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, makes sense, I guess, thematically in, right. in telling the story. Um, and that's sort of this, this, this song about, um, you know, you push the darkness out and let the light right back in. And it's like realizing, uh, like just getting yourself clean and full of, I mean, uh, clean of all bullshit. Kind of like, you know, we, I think this year, 2020 and all this stuff we've gone through, Ugh. like BS goes out the window when all this stuff goes down, right? You should for right. yourself. Yeah. And so it's like, it's sort of coming to uh, an honest place for yourself and then realizing that sort of third eye potential. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The, it, you, you bring up a good point, man. It's, it's, we were talking to a friend of ours yesterday about this very thing about making music right now and what it all means and what it's about. And, you know, we have been forced to sit with ourselves right now. The, the mm-hmm. day-to-day distraction <clears throat> isn't there the way that it was. And so we're yeah. confronted with our light side, our dark side, whatever you want to call it, all of it. We're, there's no escape from me right now. And so... There's no escape from you. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, what, yeah. what's the... How has that affected you guys playing and how your, your music is coming out? Have you, have you felt a change in the way that the music is coming out during this? Oh, well, absolutely. Um, and I would just note that since you use the word escape and we're escaper, yeah. the idea of, the idea of escaper is one who breaks free of confinement, you know, and then allows yourself to be your true self. And I think that's all the more uh, poignant in these times. Yeah. Now in the last four months up until last week, um, we really didn't have our drummer to play with live. Uh, and actually the first couple of months we were all separated from each other. And what happened there was, I mean, I think, you know, like, it's like you have to reevaluate yourself and what is going on. And I, I, I certainly have my own identity crisis during this time. Mm. And, uh, but also we all like got, got dug into our music deeper and like, I think shedded as they say. And, um, we did a thing called escaper at home, little series of things where we would video ourselves playing and it'd be like, how the drummer would go first or the bass player would go first and we would send it to the next person and we would layer on top and put these videos together to just have sort of these quarantine things, which is a completely different way than we're used to playing with each other. We're used to being in real time and getting that real time synergy of back and forth playing improv. Right. But this was like, you know, the, the layering technique. And I, I think it brought out um, a lot with us, like understanding our own playing as well as the playing of our, of our co-musicians in the band. And, uh, but then I'll tell you what, last Thursday we got back together for the first time and we did this webcast on top of a mountain in Pennsylvania. And, uh, it was like, so it was like, and we had about 15 people there that were, you know, socially distanced and like just to have some people there, but it was like, it was so everything coming back together with the whole band. And, you know, we could get into that, improv zone you get that present space and everybody's playing as well as they ever had too because they've all been in the shed working on stuff mm-hmm. and it was like the rust wasn't even there and there was a time when you just we were just like in the middle of the sauce like they say right. and like i was i was on tears i was in tears because it was like this is 
this is the stuff. This is me. This is this is what you know. What I live for, and it was back. Oh, and it's, shit. you know, so yeah, and that was like four months of not having that feeling. Um, you know, I play I play like solo things or whatever and streams, but right. just that live synergy and those guys all being we're all there for each other in that in those moments, and you know the. The, the sparks are flying. That's the, that's I live for that stuff. So. Yeah, we do too, man. We do too. Now, is is that available to watch? Because I really want to see and hear that. If it is, yeah, it is. It is, and it's funny too because we did that, and it's, I think it's a great set. And we ended up doing another set uh, at a private party a couple of days later, and then it was like we we're so warmed up and in the space. But yeah, it's um, it's available. We played at a place called Mountain Sky, uh, and Mountain Sky is a place where we've done some festivals in the past. They hosted us. And we just played on this patio up on up on this mountain. So if you look up, if you probably look up Mountain Sky and Escaper, it will come up. Okay. Last I checked, it had about it had about eleven thousand views on it on Facebook. It was a Facebook uh, live event. Hell yeah! Okay. Wow. That that good. Oh, I was just gonna I was just gonna ask you too to, to uh, inform inform us more and the listeners if you could just go through the other members of the band because I mean, I know yeah. Phil on keyboard, man, his keyboard skills, it just takes the music like to so many places. Like one of my favorites on the uh, new album is Superhead because it's yeah. like the funky and then he comes with like the classical. And I mean, you guys really have a mix of interesting music going on. If you want to tell us some more about the other guys. Yeah, sure. That, that was like our nine-minute opus, Superhead, and it comes third on the album after Open Sky. And Superhead, the idea is like you've achieved your your highest self now, your, your, your Superhead as opposed to your regular head. But it's also a musical joke because when you start a song, you have like a hook in the beginning of the song called like The Head, and you go okay. back to the head. Right. So like when we do that big epic middle part, instead of going back to the head, now we've changed the head to be this uh, evolved part, and now we call it the super head. So it's kind <laughs> of a right. musician joke, too. Right. Um, but yeah, Phil is a magical alien. I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm like like so like lucky that he's one of my best friends and in my band, and um, I can't say it enough. But you know, this is the first album that he's been on. Uh, but he's been in the band almost three years now, and he started he started out as a fill in. We also like dad jokes and puns. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it was a kind of thing where the other keyboard player had a lot of other stuff that he was doing and eventually was just like, well, Phil, do you want to be in the band? And uh, it's so great to finally have an album that he's on. And he's like got so much uh, creative expression. And I love playing with him too because we really act as a foil with each other. And we work with each other and we help each other out. Um, and, you know, with improv, it's so, so key to be like, well, keyed in to each other that yeah, way. Yeah. Um, I met Phil maybe about eight years ago. Uh, we were both playing in different bands and we played on the same bill and they're all like mutual friends in the bands. And he was from New Paltz, New York, and which has its own cool little music scene. And so we got to know each other over the years. Um, and, uh, and now I moved to Jay. Because Jay is a OG <laughs> escaper. We basically founded the band together uh, five years ago, four or five years ago now. And the idea at the time was to do something that was like, you know, for us, that we could be fully 100% invested in. Because right. uh, we've all played for other people's projects, which is great, but it's hard to feel fully invested in it when it's somebody else's thing. Totally. And um, 
that was the idea of Escape Route 2. Everybody has the uh, same royalty rights or whatever. Everybody's equal. Uh, if you bring a song to the table, it's, it's now the band's song. And it's really important to, to me uh, to have that. And I think it's one reason why we're successful is because you have all these great musicians and they can give all their their heart to it, all their good stuff to it because it's their band. Yeah, um, that's a great well. foundation for a band. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so... Uh, that there was that was Jay, uh, and then Ricky is a somewhat new addition. He joined the band full time in October, um, but he'd been a fill in a couple of times for us, uh, so it was kind of a natural fit. Uh, but we really like it was a very interesting process because he joined the band, and I was really wanting to make so we went into a more danceable direction with our music, and we wrote most of the material uh, on the album after he joined the band. We all. I had a process of like, let's play some shows that are at smaller venues, but we can just like really test the new material out and get that feeling of what these songs feel like with people, you know, because right. I don't want to play at people. I want to play with people. Mm-hmm. That yes. Sense? Totally. Oh yes. That, that's what you call like a fitting if you're a model, you know, you go and you try on the clothes for a little bit and see how they're going to be for the photo shoot, see where you need to get a little nip and a tuck. And then you go and you bust it out. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, you, you, you get to understand how the songs breathe with just the, like the, the environment with everybody. Go into really, that for a minute, will you, with the breathing aspect? Well, of it. I think I know what you mean, but like, how do you see it? Like, how, like when you're playing, right? Where does that, right? Where, so, where, like, yeah, I can try to explain that. I guess, like, because, you know, if, like, I think our first album, we, we recorded it before playing any shows anywhere. And right. so you're kind of like in your own head of where that is mm. um and like it's like you're it's like you're stuck in your apartment mm. and then you go outside you know like you know you walk outside and your whole perspective changes on everything mm-hmm. and you start, you start <laughs> talking to some people and you're like okay well maybe i was just kind of caught in my own head a little bit right and so it's sort of that by breathing i mean just like opening up mm. and uh sort of a i mean breathing is this in and out process too so you're breathing in other stuff than yourself or also maybe taking, even the t- song takes other things in too that maybe wouldn't have been there if you hadn't tried it out exactly well and i think about too being an improv based band and having people in the room there may be sections of a song that you guys really dig and are into and when you go out and you start playing you feel the reaction of the crowd. The energy of the room yeah. changes during those parts of the song. So the song kind of is being written. It's being born. <laughs> at the same time by the interaction of the crowd and the band, right? Yeah, you got it exactly. That's really well said. I, and, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the songs, Nexus has started with some things that were jams. With you know, like, Well, that came out. One of our credos is like, Hey, you know, something's going well. It's like you put your sail out and the wind catches it. And like, well, what's this? Well, this is sounding good. Everybody's really reacting to this. Keep going with this and let's keep evolving that direction. And you don't want to cut yourself off from having that opportunity to have that. Totally. And I would think too, that like that skill of being able to read that is something that comes with a lot of time. Like that's a, that's a very particular set of skills. You know, that's, it, you know, it is. 
and it's one thing that kind of bothered me about this whole this whole like lockdown stuff. I was like, I can't use my particular set of skills. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can Nobody right now. Can. <laughs> I know, I know. And then, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I, I wasn't feeling too bad for myself with everything going on. But no, man. Well, come on, it's hard when you look. This is how I feel about stuff right now. Every single individual is going through their own literal like breakup of what they knew. And it's yes. fucking hard on anybody, no matter what color or size or belief system or what you did for a living. Everybody lost a part of who they were because the if world. you lose your work and what you yeah. are passionate about, what the fuck are you then? That, yeah, yeah. He was saying that he was, he said yeah. the yeah. identity thing. I, I think we all went through that a little bit, man. Like, yeah. Still going through <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh yeah. We Still talked, going through it. Yeah. Well, we talked about like the, like doing a podcast basically based on the foundation live of live music. music back in March. We all, it, we, we didn't say it at the time, but then it came around. We all were having our own self doubts, but you really, you really don't want to voice it to the band. You know, you want to kind of stick with, but then we we're all like, yeah, it seemed like, you know, it was over for the moment. Like, what are we going to do? But now it is, we've gone forward and it has gotten even better because we're talking to people like you. Uh, musicians are at home for a long time for the first time in our lifetimes musicians have not had a hiatus like this unless you know the band takes a year off or something but that's like self-chosen right so i mean amazing stuff has been coming out of this and everybody i imagine you guys too are you know it's like an incubator right now you guys are working on more skills you're learning you're enjoying home different stuff is coming out and what is going to end up coming out of this is what we keep on looking forward to. It's going to be a new world of music and a new fan experience, band experience, everything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, we have to look at this as a, a, a way to, like an opportunity to adapt in as hard as it is, but like some of the most beautiful things are, are coming out of this already. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like adapt and overcome and, uh, also, like, there will be uh, a, a starting, I think, already a revival, like slowly but surely, of you know live music, and maybe it's like small things. Like we're playing up in Burlington, Vermont, on Friday, as long as there's no rain, right on. <laughs> on an outdoor patio. Um, Orlando's is the place uh, in in Burlington. We're playing like a fifty cap thing. It's going to be again socially distanced and everything like that. But like, hey, it's a gig, and we're going to make some music, and you know, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's start small and and do what you can for now. Um, it, what it, I'm going with hey, that revival. No, no that, sense, that revival man. needs theme music. It, yeah, and it, it, it does. It, it needs people that like you. That you know what? Like, okay, it's it's safe. Let's just do it. And also, man, I I don't remember who said it, but somebody that we talked to was like, you know, after the plague came the Renaissance. Right. In history. Yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Like right. that's real. And I mean, right. we're on everything is fast forward. Our our world, information, technology, all of it, our reality is on fast forward all the time. And so we're not talking hundreds of years, you know, for for that. We're talking <laughs> however long this lasts. But I see right. I see it happening and in the conversations that we're having with you guys. I in in little in little like snippets I'm getting this glimpse into the wider picture of what's going on and 
it's really, really exciting, man, to to be on on my side of it and hear from you guys what you've been doing because what's going to come out of it is going to be this beautiful thing. And like you said, Will, it's a gig. We we make music. We want to go out and do it. So what's going to come out yeah. of that is going to be beautiful. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's the middle of the <laughs> show, and we're and we're taking a little little smoke break here for a little, puff, little puff. ad puff puff. Well, and you know where where do we get our puff puff from, Mel? Uh, Define Premium Cannabis with two locations to serve you: one in Hillsboro, one in Forest That's Grove. Right. If you are one of those people that is overwhelmed when you walk into a dispensary, fear no more. Apple is there Monday through Friday to take I will care underwhelm of all your needs. You. He will, oh. <laughs> he will underwear you. Now, you know what? If you go Monday through Friday to the Hillsboro location, Apple will come out of the back, flying on a broom, dressed like a wizard. And with his magic wand, will magically pick the strain, product, salve, vape cart, or edible that fits your needs. So you don't need to feel scared anymore. And you're going to get 10% off your purchase and a free t-shirt if you tell them that you're part of the No Simple Road family. So go check out Define Premium Cannabis here in Portland. Support the No Simple Road family sponsors. And make sure you ask for Apple when you go in, man. Take care of your head. Shop tour bus. Shop tour bus. Shop tour bus. Shop tour bus. Don't you want to look fly when you go to the next concert? Hell whenever yeah, it happens? you do. Do you want to roll up in that old shirt that has holes in the armpit and has stains from that beer you spilled on it last year? No. No, you don't. Sometimes. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> Once in a while, but what? And sometimes it's a shop tour bus shirt with those funky holes and it's got the ratty neck that you've worn out and it's your memory. You went to the gorge with that shirt. You hung out with your friends. You did whatever in that shirt. And so shop tour bus is creating an entire line of things now. So not only do they have hats, hoodies, t-shirts, stickers, stickers and children's wear. Now they're going to be doing... Tote oh, bags. Oh, and they have tote bags. That's right. Tote they're going to be doing socks, socks um, pants. pants, and shoes. So even. you could roll up in, into the show like Grandmaster Flash head and the Furious Five. Head to toe. Supporting the family and supporting No Simple Road. Because when you order, if you put No Simple Road in the checkout, they're going to give you free shipping. That's right. You're going to get all that cool merch, head to toe stuff, with a cool, funky designed box, one of a kind, and free shipping. And a Grateful Dead bootleg in the pack. You don't even know which one it's going to be. It could be from 78. It could be from 89. Who knows? You don't know until you order, so go to And then they're going to throw some candies and little doodads and the action figures. You don't know what yeah. you're going to get. You're going to get some, some other cool things that make you is, smile. Is that each one is individual and each one is specific for you. So think about that when you put on your hoodie or when you slap that sticker on your water bottle, like they put that in a package just for you. So go to shoptourbus.com online shipping. or at shoptourbus on Instagram. Put in the promo code no simple road. You'll get free shipping, free shipping. and get more than you bargained for. We'll get you back to the interview now. Here we go. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's great. I mean, in, in conversations like, like this, I think are so valuable to like, you know, just like, keep the balloon in the air, yes. <laughs> you know, like you didn't forget about me here. <laughs> you're right. Well, you're so, look, man, That's true. We, t- we talked to a really great, um, friend of the show yesterday. Um, and she's a drummer out of Colorado and you know, this, like we were just all talking, like pulling things out of yourself and like, um, the determination that you 
kind of feel like you don't have anymore. You know, like, where are you going? What are you doing? But this conversation, the conversation yesterday, the one we had with Dave Schools, they are so like, I go back and listen and like, man, it is totally keeping the balloon in the air. It's keeping it relevant. It's keeping it exciting and fresh. And it's creating an anticipation as opposed to, do you remember when that used to be a thing? Right. Right. I saw you guys um, had, had, had uh, interviewed Dave Schools, and I, my last like concert that I went to go see before everything went down mm-hmm. was Widespread Panic. Wow. It was oh, the last wow. Beacon show, and I actually was lucky enough to meet Dave um, that before the show, and so I was like, "Oh, you guys just talked to him? <laughs> That's great! Yeah. What, what a what a incredible human being, man! Like, yeah, you know, he just he just uh, uh, Vibes for days, like it just seems like a beautiful soul. Yeah, yeah, it's magic, magic. So, <laughs> yeah. speaking of magic, like, uh, is might, might be a strange question or not? I don't know, but <laughs> as opposed to like not talking about like practicing your instrument, but what other kind of stuff have you been doing to keep your head straight and in the game during this whole thing that's been going on? That, that is a good question. Um, you know, it, it, it's all evolved over time because uh, the first, like, little while, I didn't know, I, I, I wasn't sure what was going on, but I, I wanted to at least personally keep playing music, so I started doing, like, solo acoustic streams and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, sort of staying in touch, and, like, I was then surprised that people were tuning in and, and reacting and, and, and thanking me for it. And I was like, okay, this is, uh, uh, this is something. Right. Um, and then really like I was not living at home. I, I had moved out of my Brooklyn apartment, not moved out, but I'd been staying with my brother in Connecticut for a while, which was nice, but you know, dystopian Connecticut versus dystopian Brooklyn it ended up Brooklyn being better for me okay. than being back in my own, <laughs> my own home. Right, yeah. <laughs> and just like, like being like, Oh yeah, right. My, my, my place, my, my being and my person as a core hasn't changed just because the world's been changing around me. Mm. And that's been sort of a thing to really key in on for me. Like I, you know, it's like, is it easy to go, well, all this stuff is like taken away. So I'm not who I am. It's like, no, I have, I have a core that can't be taken from. And so that, that has helped me a lot. When um, has it ever been in danger before? Like the core of who uh, you are? Well, I think we sometimes you forget because like it, outside forces make you, you, you feel like you let yourself maybe be affected by them. Right. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and I, like just because there aren't live shows doesn't mean I'm not a good live musician anymore. Right. You know, it's yes. just like it's just a temporary thing to like not let yourself because it, it was there was sometimes like, well, is, is everything over now? <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I, I thought that for sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like centering yourself and, um, you know, I, I try to just keep up with my my friends and family. That's really been super important yeah. to do. Um, and you know, here in New York, uh, going out to the park, like the parks are open and we, we've had a couple of like pop-up dance parties with friends <laughs> out in the park, you know, we're all wearing masks and all like sitting up in Tompkins Square Park and Boogie. dancing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, rad. yeah, we had a Jerry dance party last week. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, and now, now though, I have some like some shows I'm doing, and that's getting me back into my own place, my own headspace, and right. and traveling too. Like I usually spend 
a lot of times traveling for music and I hadn't been doing that. So like getting back to just being on the road again, like Willie Nelson does, making music with my friends. That's just keeping me the most sane, just being able to sort of be doing that kind of thing, moving and making music yeah. and, you know, making sure I, again, I stay in touch with friends and family and that kind of thing. You know, it's something that's come out of this for me is like, I realized when it very first started going down that my idea of who I am is, is or was so wrapped up in all outside stuff like music and going to shows and festivals and the podcast sure. and like, but this quarantine forced me to ask myself the question of who I am without all of that. Yeah. Like down to what clothes I wear. You know what I mean? Like why sure. am I why am I dressing the way I dress? I would never fucking ask myself that before <laughs> this. Like it, Right, we're too do. busy with all the other things that we're doing too. Right. And and so in that it really made me go through a, a whole process of rediscovering who I am at the center of myself and that thing that you're talking about. And, and one of the really cool things that happened is it made me really re love the shit that I love. Like I, <laughs> I was like, Oh, this stuff really is important to me. Like right. for real, not just like because I was doing it that, that it's important, but I, doing it because it matters to me, not because I'm just riding some wave. And I feel like that has happened for a lot of the musicians that we've talked to as well. Yeah. I mean, that's a, in, in itself, it's really a beautiful thing. And it's really well, well said. Um, is I think you, you're sort of forced to when it's so easy to just, I guess be constantly like doing shows, going to shows, doing the thing, talking to people, a lot about to get, like you don't have to like sit with yourself so much. And then when you're forced like, okay, and then strip it down to just strip it down. Yeah. And what, what really matters, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 2020 vision. 2020. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what really does matter is connection and communication and that vibe that we all share. That's what really matters. That's the thing. And mm -hmm. in, in doing what you do, in making music, it's such a huge part of reality for all of us, you know, for, for this community, for you guys, for musicians, it's, it's the basis of everything for us. In your mind, what is the, the role of the musician besides entertainment? Uh, well, you know, um, I like to think of it as being a conduit for the great energies of the universe to share with everybody. Uh, so there's yeah, that. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's, that's um, a great. It's, it's just so true. I felt that is you're like, you're playing and think about it. If you, if you're sitting down doing nothing, like your hands aren't playing any music, it's not an automatic thing. However, you put an instrument in your hand and all of a sudden your fingers start coming to life and there's something that takes over. It's not that you have to say it or do it. It just happens when you have your instrument, whatever it is. And being able to like 
Aaron was talking about refeel the things that you love. Don't you get to fall in love with yourself all over again and your craft all over again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a very beautiful way stated. Um, and, and, you know, for a while I was just having to just play by myself again and just get back into that. And, uh, even more so like sitting around by myself doing stuff. And then like to be able to play with people again, was just a whole fresh to treat. take at it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, it's like, I've always been like, let's really listen to each other. I'm not going to just like play a bunch of stuff over these changes. Like, no, let's like all, we're all going to play together. And we have a, we have a saying in the band, good solo, everyone. <laughs> uh, that's fucking that's a, awesome that's funny I, I'm gonna name this episode Good Solo everyone that's, that's, it. that's what I'm gonna name it you gotta write it down Mel so I don't forget okay that's, well, I got oh one thing it's really good to hear you saying and we're hearing on the east I mean cause through this whole thing like the east coast at least in our minds we're in Portland Oregon so the west coast mm-hmm. You know, things are still, there's openings closed. To hear that you guys are able to, you're starting to be able to go play small venues, have social distancing gatherings in the park is very healing on this side of the country. Yeah. Because yeah. we're not seeing that yet. I mean, it's probably, probably going to start happening soon, but it's really good because it kind of hit the East Coast heavier and, you know, it's right. well, you know, happy for yeah. you guys. <laughs> Well, we, you know, I'm really proud of uh, our New York and the, the, the general Northeast area that was hit so hard, yeah, so hard, and uh, but took things seriously, and it's one reason why things are are looking very good for us now. And people, you know, I think it, I was talking about it last night a little bit. It's kind of like New York City has gone through things before, like you know, 9/11. I was actually uh, downtown when 9-11 happened. Um, and I saw the city the way it reacted to it. You know, it was like, oh, this cold city or whatever. And I thought I was going to maybe move out west. And the way the city reacted to that experience and being all in it together in a way that people might have not have thought New York would react. And it did. It, it was like, we can, just, we can do this. And it's, I think it's, you know, it's happened again here in, in, a, in that kind of way. Like, we're going to, we're going to just going to do this. Yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, I, I commend the, the way people have, have been here, and I hope that the rest of the country, you know, gets along with the with the program. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, we'll get there, man. I, I, we will. We'll get there. It, I, I have faith in it, in things working out. It just has to. I mean, yeah. we create our realities, man, and yes. everything that's happening is coming from inside my head right now. And so if, if, if we fucking all picture this thing working out, it will work out. I mean, that sounds like right. some hippie bullshit, but no, but we're all a jam band in this together. Totally. Yes. yes. We're all in a big improv. Totally. So we have to really listen to each other. And say at the end, good solo, everyone. Yeah, right. twenty twenty is the drums in space of our generation. It totally is. Yeah. Oh wow! What do I do now? Oh shit! Oh man, it's true. And you know the the whole thing about the East Coast, at least from a wet. I've never lived back east. I've always lived in on the West Coast. 
my view of the East Coast is when shit gets tough, the East Coast pulls it together. And it for me, in my like frame of reference, how you guys react to stuff sets the tone for the rest of the country in a weird kind of a way. Like with 9-11, with all of it, it's, it's really magical in a, in a cool way. Right. Like you can knock us down, but you're not going to keep us down. No, no, no. East Coast is is resilient. That's for sure, man. And it, yeah, Bro- well, they pack us in up here. So yeah, yeah, no <laughs> shit. Brooklyn, we have a um, a, quite a few listeners that live in Brooklyn, man. And it, is there like an amazing music scene there? Yes. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I live walking distance to Brooklyn Bowl. Oh, uh, shit. Maybe familiar with right? Yeah. So. Uh, and I feel for all those guys. I actually did a, a stream uh, about a month ago to raise money for the staff. Um, and they're all, that's all family to me. Um, I've played Brooklyn Bowl a bunch of times. I go there all the time because they have all the stuff that I want to see. And it's also near me. But that's that's family. The, 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 and the music scene in this town is family, too, to a, a, a large degree. Especially the, the jam community, but the greater music scene. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> Like really, like I, it's been a huge part of, I guess, my my identity. But like, my or my identity crisis not having it around. Shit, but like, I, yeah. But like, it, it's community is huge for me. Like I, I really believe in being a like a positive force in the community to, you know, to support other bands and just support people. And I, I love going to places and you see, you know, all these people all the time. And it's just, it, there's so much love there. And, and, uh, it's a, it's a really beautiful music scene here. Um, that, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I, I would, I would never want to leave permanently. <laughs> from yeah, no, here. I, I hear you, man. It, you um, know, that's the, that's the thing all those years ago that drew me into, following the dead around the country and then, you know, ending up here 30 years later, like seeing that family aspect of a music scene blew my mind, dude. Like that, I don't really see that out in the world too much. Maybe a little bit with sports teams, but if you see a Seahawks sticker on some guy's car and you're a Seahawks fan, you may or may not stop if he's got a flat tire. But if you see a Grateful Dead sticker on a dude's car and you're a deadhead and he's got a flat yeah. tire, you're fucking you're stopping. stopping. And you're going to yeah, become what's up, Sam? Yeah. You know? yeah. It's absolutely. You know, and you see, I think, in the festival world, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we that's a community, too. And what I find is, like, you know, there's a New York community. And I, as I travel, there's, like, there's like a Connecticut community. There's an upstate New York community. There's a uh, eastern Pennsylvania community. And some of them have overlaps, especially with the festival world. But I... I, I love just sort of dipping through all the communities. That's all one big, big boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, also people. Um, and the way you treat people is like, you're at a festival. Somebody like looks like they need some water. You get them some water or, you know, whatever. People can be kind and like leading with kindness. Um, it, it can only be, uh, be good. I think, you know, oh um, and you see that in that, in this kind of community too. And that's one thing that I just, I adore. And then the one thing I, I had, I've been missing and having it be in real time mm-hmm. in my, you know, in person, that's but a, we still are all, we'll still all stay in touch too. There's, that's been one of the, the saving graces too. Like I was saying, staying in touch with families and yeah, that makes and sense. that's a little part of it. There, that's a huge, 
um, lesson for for all of us right now is that is being kind. It's a, a that should be like on every freeway overpass thing. <laughs> be kind, not stay home, save lives. Like, yeah, be kind. It's very important. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important right now that we've talked to because now because the well whatever government this thing whatever has created fear. It created a fear, a distancing, uh, not trusting for a, for a large majority of the population, not necessarily like our community or yours. But I mean, it just you see people that are that people are afraid. Yeah, and and, 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 and there's reason. And and, and uh, there's a few times I was getting, you know, I'm still working through all going out every day, working the cannabis industry, and I I see people afraid. And there's been times when my reaction has been not the nicest. You know, to people that are being, you know, self-appointed, uh, <laughs> so you know, distancing and stuff. And it's like, you know what? Just man, just be kind, be kind, extra kind to that person because they're scared. Right. That's why they're right. acting like that. You're right, and there has been this sense of like, uh, I guess, more seeding of like distrust with all this too, because everybody's like, oh, everybody's gross and yeah, icky. Yes, everybody's yes. <laughs> man, you're talking about you, you not like you know missing that whole thing. My job, I freaking touch people's faces for a living. I'm an esthetician, and I do like mm. energy, you know, work on them, and I. I touch and so like feeling like what you've always done to make people feel good is bad has really like fucked my head up a lot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i imagine well yeah you know and like like, like people don't need touch anymore all well, of a sudden and also people don't can't gather like same thing yeah, yeah. it's just weird it's totally weird <laughs> so will we at the very beginning of our conversation you alluded to releasing the record recently right and yeah. i'm just curious like based on everything what was your perception of how it's gone based on what you thought it was going to do you know what i mean like we all have preconceptions of how something's going to roll out when we're getting ready to do right. it and then now you're forced to roll with the punches and put it out do you feel like it was like we absolutely should have done this the way we did now, or do you have other thoughts? Sure. Um, well, part of the perspective is that we finished the album at the end of last year, and the way the scheduling goes with the label, it was like six months lead time. So, you know, we, we picked mid-June, six months prior. Um, and so then, you know, everything, everything changed, and it's like, well... Do you, do we wait? Right. And I was like, let's, let's, let's not wait. Cause like at first, like, well, how do you, you know, how do you self promote in these times when there's people out there struggling and everything It's like, but it, mm. it became, and more people I talked to, they're like, well, don't think of it that way. Um, you're actually providing, you know, something good for people during these times. Yes. Um, yes. And so, you know, we, we're a skipper. So you know, it's not a good time to like, yeah, let's put some music on and like, um, and so you know, I it, it turned into that, and the, I I like the reception that we've gotten about it so far. You know, it's Good. it is a, a super weird time to put things out, like you know, uh, as far as marketing or whatever. Um, but 
you know, I'm glad that the radio stations have been playing it and, and, and talking good things about it. We've gotten great reviews so far. People are really digging into it. And I think one of the biggest things for us is that, you know, having Phil in the band now mm-hmm. and, and Ricky, we wanted to have something that's out that represents them, you know, oh, yeah. as this is our band now. And we all our stuff was like sort of old and felt like a little dated to us because it's not like that how we play now really well yeah you've and this, grown. this album really represents us so it's like let's not wait let's get this out and look we can make more music this wasn't the last one no you know what man you, you bring That's up a awesome. good point yeah because at on sorry on april 1st fish released that sigma oasis oh. album and it was like medicine for us like it was fabulous it was exactly what we needed right now in this time i lost your guys volume oh Oh, can you hear me Uh, it's very low hang on one second what is a city without its music the legacy of the new york philharmonic is incredible nearly two centuries of history that's a lot of music and a lot of stories i was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. How about now? It's still very low. I'm not sure. I have mine all the way up. Hmm. That's weird. No, that's... Hold on. That's really weird. How about now? Still low? Oh, I put it on speaker. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There. So what I was saying is at, in, at the beginning of April, Fish put out that Sigma Oasis album. And, yeah. And it was like medicine, man. It was exactly mm-hmm. what we needed right now. And all the like self-promotion and all that aside, music is the one thing that unifies people without words there's no politics to it it's neutral it also hits us in our higher self and so releasing that music right now is a unifying thing man it really is well i love that yes it is and and it's good for us well and we've been we (laughs) like like you said you you said in the beginning this that your your new album it uh I've been listening to the heck out of all the other albums. Apple falls asleep and, to it. Well, that's why I fall asleep to it. I wake up to it. It it it, it, it hits every point. You can kind of like it's tailored for like what mood you're in. Mm-hmm. Because we've been out here having dance party USA on mm-hmm. some evenings with the two. <laughs> Mel, I put it on and then she's like that bass and yeah. then that you know I it's know. just you guys are yeah I really love what you guys are doing so much I. It, I can do my work to it also. Yeah. I love that. I love um, lyricless songs. Well, I, I love hearing that. You're putting a big smile on my face right now. So It's true. <laughs> Good, no, man. it's true, man. It, you need to know it because how are you hearing it now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're not standing yeah. in front of you going, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> will, will. Oh. We so will I just be. Like, oh, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we will be, though. Well, it, I had a question, too, about the, because you released the new album, and then either I just overlooked it or the single, Random Excess, 
Was that yes. something? Was that something you guys have done during the quarantine, or is that something that so, was like left over from studio? Random access. Well, I mean, it sounds like leftovers um, <laughs> as a title, but <laughs> so that song was something that we've been playing for a couple of years now. Like that, that's a song that was sort of it sort of represented a transition from uh, I don't know, Escaper 2.0 to Escaper 3.0. Okay, um, where, where like. It, it's sort of an in-between place where we just, we got some more danceable tracks than some of our older stuff, but it kind of like represented a, a sort of, we've been playing it for so long we wanted to get it done. Kind of like the Fish album has a lot of, you know, songs that played for a long time. Right. Um, so we wanted to get it out there, but it didn't quite fit the album. And part of the album uh, structure was like, honestly, we eventually we're going to have vinyl and vinyl goes up to about 42 minutes or so. And so we were thinking about side A versus side B and what fits in. And we did record Random Access during the same session um, as as the you know the album, uh, but it wouldn't fit on the record. Oh, and we, okay. had choose, we had to choose between a couple of songs, and we chose this sort of older song to be a standalone single to, ha- to also just get something out there uh, to sort of you know grease the wheels a bit before the album comes out. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. <clears throat> One last thing before we go that. I was dying to ask you about is your album right. album art. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude. What? Yeah. Who, who, what, who and how? Yeah. What happened there? Where did you get that awesome psychedelic art? Yeah. Um, the guy's name is Matthew Chase. And I, ha- it's, it's a really great, I'll try to make it somewhat brief, but exciting no. story. Please um, take your time. Okay. <laughs> so I, I met Matt, uh, Two years ago, about five, six years ago, uh, he was uh, playing in a band called the Breakneck Boys, which was uh, it's a, like, sort of a bluegrass kind of band. Uh, we play some festivals and stuff. And I joined that band. Um, and that, that has a whole nice story to it. But uh, I was playing mandolin in that band. And he, he's just like Salmon kind of guy. And just his, his main source of income is, uh, you know, visual arts and graphic arts and, and making stuff and um, like right now he's doing some stuff I think for some cannabis companies for packaging um, and he's he's done like t-shirts for this show Adventure Time oh yeah stuff like that he's, he's done some good stuff so he's done all our artwork for all our albums um, and he just gets in he puts the album on you know gets his head in the right space and the, it comes out and that's amazing um, yeah, he actually, it was his idea to name the album, uh, the title track for Apotheosis, because he says this this drawing especially spoke Apotheosis to him. Um, and that song, you know, the, the word basically is like about attaining your highest self. Um, and it's like this rise up feel and having your eyes up to the sky and just like, like your third eye blossoming and the whole thing. Um, and, you know, we I saw the art progress over time. It was just like, holy shit, man. It's like some of his best stuff too. Yeah. It's like he was, so, he said he broke through in a new way with his art too. Um, so it's been really exciting and it's, it's nice to have artwork that, you know, we feel is where the music is. It makes sense with the music. And totally. when people see the artwork first sometimes they're like, well, holy crap. And they're like, oh, that band's pretty good too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What'd you think when you first saw it? I, my jaw dropped. 
you know, it was just like, wow. Cause we, had, we were talking about what, what is the vision and whatever. We had a couple of discussions about some sort of like deity or goddess kind of thing. Um, and I think we, we, we wanted something that was sort of feminine to balance out that we're all guys in this band. <laughs> and, and they have that like, energy and, uh, it wanted a sort of magical feel to it. And, um, I mean, hit it out of the park. It was yeah, like, he nailed it. I can look at, I can just look at the art and listen to the music and it just like moves, you know? Yeah. I, one of the, I, I'm an artist too. And one of the things that draws me to new music is the album art. Yeah. I, I'm guilty of judging books by their cover based on the well, album. vinyls by their cover. Yeah. <laughs> well, growing up in the 70s, yeah. 80s, and so you do that. It was, yeah, that album was art thing. is major. Yeah. And I've definitely done that all my life. Yeah. <laughs> guilty as charged. Well, shit, man. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait for you guys to be touring. And have you ever played Portland? I have not. No. We've gone, we've, we've played out in LA, okay. as, uh, but we haven't. We've been talking about wanting to do the Northwest. So we were going to get to Colorado um, uh, already in July, but of course that was canceled. But we're definitely on the radar to do the West Coast tour when things are allowed to happen again. Um, certainly we'll look you guys up. Yeah. Heck Love yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And if you do, I want to. When it's not it weird, you could come show. over and we could do like a whole friggin' cool thing with the band and like have food and chill and laugh and whatever well like that sounds delightful yeah and we always say to area it's really nice for you to join us will but you know in the fizz things go on too whenever you know you're getting ready to do something new after we get through this we'd love to have you and phil and jay and ricky you know do the band do the best sometimes it's a little more complicated doing it right now when everybody is in different places but anytime yeah. we can do anything yeah. or just, like, just say you. the word yeah, we'll shout you out because we love your stuff man that's that's a real thing i love what you're putting out so thank you for just for what you've already done so much you know you guys are touching my heart i really mean it uh you're making my day I, True. both ways condition. both ways man yep for sure and um, like like they said, anytime you're out here, you guys got a home, man. And uh, we'll just keep waiting and see see how everything unfolds. Yeah, we love to host. Vision. We love to host bands. Normally, we yeah. I mean, we had plans for several bands to be staying with us and cook them a cooking a good home cooked meal, letting them use the washer and dryer when they're on the road. <laughs> you know, like that got that got canceled for us too. Kind of getting to be kind of the yeah, you know road crew. Yeah, that's awesome though. You guys are great. That's uh, that's just. Be kind, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. Right on. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for yeah. hanging out with us, man. Be safe out there, and and uh, I'll let you uh, know when this is going to drop. All right, perfect. Good solo, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> good, good solo. Good solo. Well. Have a good day, brother. <laughs> Take care, man. Aww. <laughs>
was fucking rad man yeah that, good solo everyone he was, what a fucking great guy i apologize for leaf blower guy in the background here buddy yeah we this is our second uh interview on the he, yes, he yesterday he was saw more us through the bushes he was like oh they're they're <laughs> recording on it's the been porch quiet all day i know like, like just hasn't birds. been a peep out here all yeah. day as soon as well, we that's start why it's time now <laughs> so everybody that doesn't know who escaper is go on Instagram, check them out. Go Google it. Find out who they are. Look, download the albums. Yes. And it's great music for, any, for anything. And for, literally for it. anything. You want to cook a dope meal. You want to get your dance on. You want to boogie in the bedroom. You want to go for an awesome walk. You want to do an art project. Throw them on and you will not regret it. And uh, we will be back next week with more stuff and things. And uh, take care of each other. Smile at a stranger. Yep. Punch leaf blower guy and in his be stomach. Be kind. Oh, sorry. Yeah, be Look kind. at me. Do the exact opposite of yeah. what Aaron was just saying. Be kind. I'm Maybe the go. leaf blower guy is blowing out his emotions because he is sick and tired of being in his house. That's true. I take it back. I'm sorry. He's yeah. just frustrating me. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm yeah. gonna a normal go. reaction. We but love then you, you guys. Back it up with some kindness. Don't forget be, to be, be kind be, and yeah. breathe. That's me backing it up with some kindness. Breathe.
Love you guys. Take care of each other. We'll see you next week. Peace. tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you